0: Bible, if you will, Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 13, and I'll share with you a thought the Lord has laid upon my heart. I pray that uh, you receive it. You think about it, meditate upon it. Chapter 13, verse 44. Again, the kingdom of heaven... Now, the, the, the expression the kingdom of heaven is the same as the kingdom of God. Now, some people try to say make a difference in those two things. Because in one, in one gospel, you will read where, when, whenever you've, where, wherever you find the kingdom of heaven written in Matthew, you may find it written the kingdom of God in Luke or Mark. But they are one and the same. Don't, don't, be, don't be confused about that. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven are one and the same thing. Amen? Okay. The kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field. The kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field. I'll stop right there a minute. Let me just read the whole verse and we'll go back. The which, when a man has found he hides and for joy thereof goes and sells all that he has and buyeth that field. Now we know the kingdom of God can't be bought. God said he'd give it to us without pride kingdom of God the things of God are freely given to us but this is just a parable that Jesus is, is making a point here the point is that this treasure is so valuable to this man that he realizes that anything that he has everything that he has is worth selling to buy this field to have this treasure, everything. Now, first of all, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a treasure that is hidden, hid in a field. I believe this morning. Now, there's there are different there are different there are diversities of of. of, of uh, Beliefs about the Scripture. Some people believe the Scripture is talking about how Christ came and purchased us with His blood. I disagree with that. That's a good point. That's that's okay if you want to believe it that way. I see it a different way. Uh, The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven itself is like a treasure hidden in a field I believe this morning, first of all, that that field, what is the field? We, Jesus said, if, if, find his treasure. Now, the man went out here looking for it, necessarily. He may have been looking, but he wasn't necessarily, the Bible didn't say he was just looking for a treasure. He may stumble upon it. But then again, he may have been, you know, keeping his eyes out. Uh, but, I mean, you're walking across a field, and who's, who's, who's to know that you're going to run across and see a treasure hidden? You you don't not unless you're out here digging in the earth and you're spending your time uh, searching and looking for, for gold or silver and precious things and hidden things. If you are, that's fine. The Bible doesn't say one way or another. It just says he, the treasure was hid and he found it. I personally believe this. I believe the field that he speaks of here. The treasure is hid in a field. I believe that field is the good news. It's in the scriptures. And it has been in the scriptures all along. But it's been hidden. It was hidden from the Jews. It was hidden from the Gentiles. And hidden from the elect of God until God reveals it to them. Now there are many people throughout the ages that have searched and looked for Scripture. Now, we could say that this man was searching and looking. Let's just say he was. The Jews for centuries and centuries read the Scriptures and read the prophecies and read all that was, that, was, that God had said. But they never saw, they never could see what was hidden. God had hid it. He had, he had, he had hidden it so that their eyes couldn't see and their ears couldn't hear. And He hid it from them, even when Christ came. He says, They have ears to hear, but cannot hear. And eyes to see, they cannot see, nor understand and be converted. And I should heal them. Even though Jesus performed all these miraculous things before them, they still could not accept Him as Messiah. It was hidden from their hearts. It was withholding from them that they couldn't receive Him as the Savior. This had to be in order for Christ to be rejected by them. For if the princes of this world had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But it was hidden from them. It was hidden from their heart, from their, from their minds, their understanding. There were some, there were some that, 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 was, that received and, and he was revealed to Those whom God had chosen. And one by one, little by little, the kingdom of God, uh, Jesus refers to the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, as many things. He said in one place, the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is is like uh, 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 yeast hidden in three measures of a meal. And he said, it is in them. You can't see it, but it's in there. It's in the flour. And as it permeates the flower, the whole bunch of flour, <laughs> the whole lump, <laughs> the whole batch, yeah. amen, amen. is saturated, permeated with it. Amen. Yes. The kingdom of heaven is that way it starts out small and it begins to grow and reaches out and permeates. Yes. He says, that's where the kingdom of heaven is, amen. So it's no longer something hidden. It becomes known by what you begin to begin to see the results of what's happening because of it. Wherever God is working, you begin to see the results of what he's doing. I can look at my life, look at your life. And you can see how that God is affirming and reaffirming himself to you by those things that he has caused to happen in your life. Amen. When you were saved, what happened to you? Suddenly, things began to, you began to see things in a different light. Right. Things you never saw before, things you never thought of before, things you never felt before. You began to feel those things and see those things and realize those things you can't explain it you man cannot explain that but what god does in your life you begin to understand that for yourselves the bible said for instance the joy that god gives is joy unspeakable and full of glory it is unspeakable which means you cannot explain with words in man's intelligence what that joy is amen. Amen. you have to experience it for yourself right. Right. Amen. Amen. amen we can get them to talk about it we can explain it we can tell you what it what it's like and what it does and who ha- who it happens to and what it's all about but until you experience it for yourself you're not going to know what the joy is amen. Hallelujah. So the kingdom of God is something that it starts off little and it it kind of explodes. It rises. Amen. It rises to the occasion. It rises to amen and and, and saturates and permeates and causes praise God something wonderful to happen. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven then is like Again, the kingdom, again, I like what he said, again, 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 again. Jesus has always given us an example of what it's like. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that's hid, hid in the scriptures, hid from the knowledge of men, hid from the face of the earth, hid from the beginning of the world. The secret of God has been kept secret been kept hidden from man until jesus came isn't that right Amen. it was hidden hidden in the field what's the field it is the very plan and will and word of god it is hidden in the scriptures it is hidden in the revealed word of god hidden god is still in the hiding business say, so what do you mean because when he saved us, what did he do with us after he saved us? He hid us with Christ. That's right. <laughs> Christ is still hidden from the eyes of the world that can't see him. But those who can see him, God picks them up and hides them with him. He hides us with Christ. That's why people can't understand you. I don't understand why Aunt Susie don't understand me, or our <laughs> cousin Liddy don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Amen. I don't understand why somebody don't know what it is I'm trying to tell them. You know that they, they act like, look at me like you know, like I'm, I'm crazy. or something. Amen. it's because you are hidden. That's right. Oh hallelujah. They may. Now I'm not saying to go hide your light. Jesus will let your light shine. Your light can shine. All the, it'll shine, shine, shine. They still can't see it. Amen. Amen. They can't see it. But God is able. And that's the whole purpose of shining the light. That's the whole purpose of us, praise God, being with Christ. So that they can see what it is that God is doing. What God is doing in Christ. Now, let me back up a little bit. One time a rich man came to Jesus and he said, Lord, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Right. And you know the story. He was very rich. Very rich man. He had possessions and wealth and he had everything anything a man could want. And he came to Jesus. He was intrigued by Christ. You know, Jesus is intriguing. Amen. Even among the most rich, That's right. the well-to-do. Among politicians, among the poor, Amen. and the destitute, yes. to whom he came. For the common man gladly received him. Most of the rich, most of the, the, the high and mighty, most of the, uh, uh, you know, the elite rejected him. Wouldn't have nothing to do with him. But there was a few. This happened to be one of them. He came to Jesus. Being interested in what it was he could do to inherit eternal life, I want eternal life. So he's looking, he's searching, like all the Jews every day in the synagogue, every day at the temple, every day, every week, every Sabbath. They are searching and looking in the scriptures. The man is looking. He's intently. He's looking he's concerned evidently there's something that has there is something that has that has clicked in his soul and his spirit to say you need you need you need something I want to have I want to live forever I want to have eternal life I want to know what it is that I must do to have eternal life Jesus said, what does the Scripture say? What are the commandments of God? He said, all these commandments I've kept from my youth up. I've kept all the commandments. Then what was His answer? He said, one thing you lack. Sell. All that you have, give it to the poor. Now, why did Jesus tell him that? Because where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. I want the treasure of life. I have everything else. I have everything a man could want and wish for in life. There's one thing I don't have, and I want it. Jesus said, if you want this, then get rid of everything else you have. Now, God is not telling you if you're rich this morning. And you have possessions and you own many things, you have to sell them first in order to buy salvation. His point is this. When you find Christ, when you find Christ, you're going to find him to be the most valuable treasure of all worth everything that you have. As far as you're concerned in your heart, when God touches your heart, when the love of God touches your heart, and you know that you love him more than all things, you're going to realize it doesn't matter what I have. I don't have anything. I have nothing compared to Christ. Everything I have in life is nothing compared to him. The Bible says the first and greatest commandment Love the Lord thy God. Now somebody says, well, uh, commandment is obedience. Love is obedience. I disagree with you. If you love Him, you will obey Him. But here's the point. If you love Him. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He didn't say that obedience was loving him. Right. <coughs> there is a difference. Now I want you to get this because it's very vital for you to know that it's very it's very vital for you to understand this and let the light come on in your mind about that. Say, wow, yeah. Love the Lord our God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself now love now that's not that's a commandment in of and by itself somebody says well we got to keep commandments of god we can't steal we can't murder we can't commit adultery we can't covet we we out not do this we burn not do that what about the first one what's that love god well, if I keep all his commandments, I'm proving that I love you. No, you're not. No, you're not. That's right. If I don't do all these things He tell me not to do, and if I'm a good and moral person, do everything right that I'm supposed to, don't know God know that I love him? No, you don't know. That just doesn't prove anything to God. That doesn't prove, really prove your love. Hey? Amen. 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 Elder, you got it, didn't you? He's with me, hundred percent. He got it. Jesus said, "When you find the treasure, what is this treasure?" Paul says I count everything I count everything in my life everything loss loss as nothing dross filthy rags I count everything as nothing for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus that's love It's not what you tell me to do. It's not what you tell me to do, Lord. It's you. And you're so wonderful and so beautiful and so magnificent and so valuable and so precious to me. I'll be willing to do whatever you want me to do. First and foremost, Lord, I love you. Yes, amen. I love you. I want to do what's right, yeah. But it ain't doing what's right going to make it. I want to love you. Amen, amen. Yes. Kingdom of heaven is a treasure here. Yeah. He gives up everything he has to get it. When you find the Lord. When you really find the Lord. When you really find the the preciousness and the value of God. In your hearts. Hallelujah. Then you will realize that it doesn't really matter who you are. Or what you have or what you don't have you realize you you are suddenly you are suddenly caught up and embraced you are suddenly transported from this world around you from all of your sins Somebody, some, people, some people make that the biggest deal about, their, about everything is all their sinfulness and all of their unworthiness and ungodliness. They're so unworthy of God and they feel so guilty and so uh, they're not worthy to come and have God. And, and they make that so big in their life that they can't receive God. Right. They make their sinfulness greater than the possibility that God is able to wash it away. There is no sin you have that's too great for God to wash away. And it doesn't matter what your past is. Your past is gone and forgotten and washed by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Everything about you suddenly becomes insignificant. Suddenly becomes nothing. Even your greatest sins, even your greatest rebellion, even your greatest pride becomes nothing. Those things that you are most proud of, In the presence of Jesus Christ. Amen. And when you come to know Him, when you have an encounter with Him, first thing you say is, like Paul Lord, what will you have me do? Amen. Who are you? First thing he said was, Lord, who are you? (laughs) Who are you? And something about the encounter with Christ suddenly just made such a change right at that that moment. It It wasn't something that gradually took place over time. It happened evidently at that moment. Mm -hmm. The moment he encountered Christ on the road to Damascus, the moment he saw it, the moment he met him. My God, the moment he met him, the moment Jesus came into his life, the moment Jesus was revealed to him. You say, well, I love the Lord. The moment Christ is revealed to you. In all of his glory, in all of his love, in all of his grace, in all of his forgiveness, in all of his mercy, in all that he is when he's revealed to you. Suddenly, everything changes. I said, suddenly everything changes. Yes, it does. Amen. And you know what, Sister Margie? It's a change that never changes. That's right. <laughs> no, it does. Praise God! It's irreversible. Amen. The moment yeah. I met Jesus, it was irreversible. The moment you meet Jesus, it's going to do something to you. Because the love for Christ is so overwhelming. His love for you, his love for you, and your love for him is the greatest thing in all of creation. It's not the stars. It's not the universe. It's not the heavens or the earth. It's not the celestial city of gold. It's not the angels. Hello. It's not any of these things. I always talk about we're going to walk on I love it. I love it. I rejoice in it. I, 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 sometimes I get up and shout about it when I think about it. I'm going to walk on streets of gold. Amen. <laughs> Come on. Huh? I am going to literally walk on streets made of pure gold. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do what? What's would you say? <laughs> if you're there before I am I'll meet you there right. <laughs> amen we're going to behold gates made of one pearl two gates made of one pearl I can't imagine what that means some people think that means one big pearl like this one giant pearl tall as its ceiling or taller Huge, big round pearl. And you walk up and put your hand in, it opens up in the middle like the lens on a camera. And you walk in, it closes back. I don't know, maybe it is. I heard somebody say it looked like that. They saw that in heaven once. They just put their hand up and touched the pearl and it opened up in the middle like this. Just like a lens in a camera. And they walk through. But however it is, we're going to see all these things. Heaven is going to be beyond our imagination on this earth because there's nothing on earth that can compare, compare to heaven. Amen. As beautiful as, I, as beautiful as God made this earth and God has such an imagination. He has, he has such a creative beauty. He made everything we see. And yet what He's prepared for us in heaven is so far greater than what we could ever imagine. But the love that He has for us. I wrote a song years ago. So I behold the stars and the planets and the earth and I look below to see my own world and how great that it is. But then I see Your love And your love is great of all. Greatest of all. Only God can create all these things and the power of God can make all these things. But the greatest thing about God is His love. And so, if we find that treasure hidden, hidden in the field, everything i have hallelujah is worth it it's more than worth it let me read you another scripture the riches of his grace the riches of his the bible talks about the riches of his grace <clears throat> the riches of his glory the unsearchable riches of christ whoo Ooh, somebody say, "Woo! my Lord, the unsearchable. The unsearchable riches. That means there's nothing on this earth that can can compare. There's no gold or silver or platinum or anything else on this earth that can compare to the riches, the unsearchable. What does that mean? They haven't been found yet. Man cannot find the riches of Christ. Man, this world has not known the riches of Christ. But those of us who know Christ are beginning to delve down into Ooh, the riches. And the deeper you go, the richer it gets. You know, I, you know I, I'm a person that loves the, the, the treasure hunting out oh, yeah. thing, you know? The, the treasure hunting thing and the, you know, the, the, the Indiana Jones thing. You know, go out here and find, find stuff and uh, buried things and hidden things and, and wondrous things and the, and the more you look, the more you find and the further you go, the more, it's, you know. And, and so uh, th- that's the way Christ is. The further we go with Him and the deeper we go in Him, the richer He is and the more enriching He is to us. If you need something, what do you do? You just delve down into the old treasure chest, amen? If you're getting kind of depleted and you need a little bit extra, what do you do? You go in the closet, open the door, open the safe, and reach your hand in there and that treasure and get a little bit more out of there. What does a man do when he finds a treasure? Now, what did he do when he found the treasure that was hidden? What, What does the man do when he did that? Oh, I found this treasure. (laughs) He found a treasure. Let me find something here. He found a treasure. Making sure nobody's seeing him, y'all. I got to do something with this. What am I going to do with it? I don't want nobody getting this. This is mine. <laughs> it's mine. Nobody going to take it from me. So, what do you do? You hide it. You, hide it. He's going to make sure nobody's going to take that away from him. What does it mean? What is it telling nice? us? Listen to this. You're going to like this one. <laughs> Come on. Thy word. Where do we hide it? What do we do with the treasure? It's hidden in our hearts. So Amen. So that tradition, traditions, traditional men, traditional people, Somebody says you'd better not follow that man, Jesus. He's crazy. He's a liar. He's fake. He's a false prophet. You mm-hmm. have nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. He said, "I can't help it. I love him." That's right. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's right. Amen. Glory. He did something for me that I never knew anybody could do for me. Amen. He touched my heart. He spoke to me like no one else has. Never a man spake like this man speaks. And you're gonna tell me not to have nothing to do with him? I'm gonna I'm gonna hear I'm gonna I am going to i am going to i am going, going to i want to hear everything he's gotta say. I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna to listen to him and I'm gonna to listen to him and I'm gonna start following him and whatever he says to do, I'm gonna do it because there's something about him, there's something about Jesus. And you're not going to tell me not to follow Christ. I've got to follow Him. There's something special about Jesus. And I'm going to hold Him in my heart. The Bible said when Jesus was born, Mary kept all of these things hidden. Secret in her heart. What is that? Mary kept all these things Nobody's going to take this away from me. The priest ain't going to take it away from me. Rabbis, they're not going to take it away from me. The high priest, he ain't going to take it away from me. My neighbors, my friends, my loved ones, everybody that knows me, they're not going to take it away from me. I know who Jesus is. I know what he is. I know what the angel said. I know what God said. And there's something special about Jesus. And I'm going to hold on to this truth. And then nothing's going to take it from me. She might not have understood everything about Jesus. She might not have understood what was going on. But she knew something wonderful was happening in the world. When she saw Jesus growing up and becoming a young man and an adult she knew something special is taking place on this earth yeah, and nobody knows who he is but I know who he is oh, you. nobody understands him and I don't understand him half the time <laughs> but everything he says is so good and right. Every decision Christ makes for the household, for the family, is absolutely perfect. He settles all questions, all arguments in the family. He is the most kind and loving and understanding, intelligent human being that's ever walked on this earth. His Spirit his spirit, amen. hallelujah, is so inspiring. He walks into the room and lights it up. You don't even have to light a candle when Jesus is in the house. That's <laughs> right. Hello, he didn't have to light a candle at nighttime when Jesus was laying there. He just lit up the room, amen. <laughs> Jesus lights up my life. There's a song. Debbie Boone. Remember the song Debbie Boone song? You light up my life. You give me hope to carry on. You light up my days and fill my night with, with love. <laughs> Jesus lights up He gives us us a reason for living. He gives us us a real unction in life. You have received an unction from the Holy One. The anointing that abides in you and teaches you all things. And you need not that any man teach you because it teaches you everything you need to know. And it teaches you how to love. The love of God. Christ, the unsearchable riches. In Him are all the riches of wisdom and knowledge. In Christ. Hallelujah. Now, is that why I love Him? Is that just the reason why I love Him? Because He's so smart? There's a lot of folks I like because they're really smart. There's a lot of people I like that are as dumb as they can be. No, (laughs) I'm (laughs) okay. Some people are not so bright. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But I mean there's some people that are not so bright. There's some people that are not so lovely. There's some people that are not so I can get this. And it's on right, wouldn't you? He loves him, Kawara, I thought so. Desirable. Yeah. But Jesus loves them. Amen. He loves the unlovable. Yes, it is. Really yes. He loves the one that everybody mm-hmm. rejects. That's yes, right. Poor leper man, the poor leper. He's cast out. Cast out of the city. He's cast out of the community. He can't have any he can't have any anything to do with the, the community of the people. He can't live among the people. He must be cast out. Christ goes to him. Not only does Jesus go to them, Jesus puts his hand on them. And under the law, you don't touch anybody, it's a leper. That's right, That's right. Unclean. Don't touch me, unclean, unclean, unclean. Jesus did. He just reached out and touched him. He reached out and touched him. And you're gonna tell me don't follow Jesus. The blind man that Jesus healed in the temple. He was born blind. Born blind. He'd never seen in his entire life. Jesus opened his eyes. He opened his eyes. Put mud in there and said, Go wash. When he came back, seeing. They brought him in and said, Who did this? How did your eyes get open like this? He said, A man named Jesus. I don't know who he is. Is he a prophet? I don't know. I don't know what is. I don't know if he's a prophet or a sinner. But we know that God doesn't hear sinners. But I don't know what is. All I know is, I was blind. And he opened my eye. They cast him out. Cast him out of the synagogue. Because he began to tell them things they didn't want to hear us. We're the disciples of Moses and far as this fellow goes, we don't know where he'd come from. If you want to be his disciple, go ahead. He said, it's a strange thing. Here it is. You don't know anything about him and yet he's opened the eyes of one born blind. Never has it ever been heard that someone opened the eyes of one who was born blind. You're not going to teach us anything. Get out. And they threw him out of the synagogue. Later on, Jesus found him. And he said, do you believe I'm the Son of Man? Do you believe? Lord, who is he? The same one that's talking to you. The same one who speaks to you now. And he fell down before him worshiped Him. He said, Lord, I believe. You're not going to tell me to let go of this treasure. I don't care who it offends. It offend the whole world. Let the whole world reject me. Take the whole world, but give me Jesus. Jesus. what did I have anyway? I didn't have nothing. I was a beggar on the street. I was poor. I didn't, have a, I didn't have a penny to my name. I didn't have food to eat. Jesus came along and healed me and raised me up. Amen. And made me whole. What has this world done for me but give me misery and trouble and heartache and sorrow? This world gives you nothing but pain and dissatisfaction right. and discomfort. Mm-hmm. Right. But Jesus gives you peace. Is he worth everything we have? Amen. Is he worth your reputation? Oh, yes. mm-hmm. Is he worth all of your money? Yes, right. All of your life? Is he worth all of your friends and your family? Is he worth your nation? Is he worth this whole world? Amen. Jesus. What a treasure. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden. Jesus said, they will tell you, lo here and lo there, the kingdom of God is come. Coming he said don't believe it the kingdom of god is here now it's among you it's within you he said the word within that word within is a little misleading in our english translation doesn't mean inside you it means among you the kingdom of heaven is among you mm-hmm. and where was it it was in him <laughs> in himself The kingdom of God is in Christ. The kingdom of God is like a treasure hidden. But he says now God is revealing it. The treasure that's been hidden all these years is coming to light. Hallelujah. It's coming to light. Is He worth it? Is Christ? Worth everything. Is he worth giving up everything for? Jesus said, unless a man love me more than his father, his mother, his children, his wife, his houses, his cattle, his lands, he's not worthy of me. That's right. It's true. Everything I have, Lord, my whole life. Because I see in you the value, the eternal value of love and joy and peace and happiness beyond compare. The joy of you, the joy of your presence, I treasure in my heart. In the devil angle, I said, "The devil is ain't going to take it away. The world ain't going to take it away. the devil ain't going to take it away. Don't let, the, right. don't let the devil have it. Don't let the devil have it. Hold on to that treasure. Yeah, right. What does a man do with something that's very precious and valuable to him? I've got a few valuables in the house, very little. <laughs> but what I have at the house, I got a little small, uh, uh, you know I got a little small thing I put it in, a little safe, and I stick it in there. It ain't much. I mean, these, a dab of this, a dab of that. It ain't much to anybody else, but it means a lot to me. That's right. That's right. And it's valuable to me. Amen. And so I put it in there, so nothing and no one can get to it but me. I'm the only one. That's right. That's right. And what you have, what you have, you have access to. No one else but you. That love that you have going on, that relationship with Christ, that's going on with you and him. Praise God, you have access to that all the time. Amen. It's a treasure hidden. Hallelujah. And nothing is going to take it away. Not disappointment, not trials, not temptations, not troubles, not problems, not this world. Not my flesh. Not anything. I'm going to hold on to it. And treasure it in my heart. Amen. For where a man's treasure is, there his heart will be also. But where a man's heart is, there is his treasure. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. Jesus said, where moth and rust doth corrupt. And thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Amen. Amen. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be. Is my heart set upon this world and the things of my life and what it's been and what I want in life? Is that where my heart is? But is my heart set upon Christ? Lord, I you know I have to live. I have to live and eat and and have money to pay my bills and and pay my way through life and take care of my responsibilities life. My obligations in life are there and God knows all these things. But the Lord says, set your heart upon Me and all these things are added to you. All of these things are added to you. The obligations you have in life are added to you. The supply of life is added to you for your obligation. Everything you need in life is supplied to you. But set your heart upon me. I am the way. The way of what? I'm the way of life, I am the truth. What I think and what I feel is not the truth. What He says is the truth. Oh, I am the life. Life is not what I make of it. Somebody says, well now wait a minute now. Ain't life what you make of it? Don't you believe that life is what you make of it? Yeah, yes. yeah the natural carnal life of man is what you make of it. <laughs> but I'd rather, I would rather look and see what Christ has made of life. He's right. life. His life. He says, I'm the life. Paul says, I thought I was alive in doing everything that I thought to do. I I made of myself what I am. Life is what you make it. Yes, life is what you make of it in this world. Paul said, I was alive in this world. But when I met Christ, I realized I was dead. And I died to this old world. The Bible says when men are alive in this world, they are dead while they live. They're dead while they live. Paul said, I thought I was alive. But the law came and slew me. I've been dead all these years. Didn't know it. <laughs> I've been dead all this time. And when Jesus came into my life, oh, yes. Amen. I came alive. Amen. When Jesus came into my life, I came alive yes. from that death that I was in. Amen. I thought I was doing everything that God wanted me to do until I met Jesus. I thought everything was alright in life. Everything's going good. I have I have the respect. I have the honor. I have I, I have a place in society. I am I'm respected by all in life. I have everything going for me in life until I met Jesus. Amen. And all of that means nothing. He is the key of knowledge. He is the key of wisdom. He is wisdom. He is our entrance into that life. Hallelujah. He is the one that's worth living for. He is the one that's worth breathing for. He is the one that's worth getting up in the morning for. Hallelujah. I'm not getting up just to do what I want to do today. There's a lot of things I want to do. And we do the things we want to do. But really, I'm I'm, I'm alive because of Jesus. I'm living this day for Christ. Because of Christ. And in Christ. And for Christ. Everything about my life. Listen. Doesn't no matter what you're going through, who you are, how much you have or don't have, doesn't no matter how much you know or don't know. Let me ask you this question. Are you living for him? Amen. Well, I'm just trying to get by, Brother Bob. You know, I'm doing, how you doing? I'm just getting by. <laughs> well, I'll say it. I've said it so many yeah. times. How you doing, Brother Bob? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Just get by. <laughs> right. I'm, by. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> How many times have I said, I'm hanging in there. there. As if I'm, you know, God God threw me a rope down there and said, now tie a knot in the end and hang on, boy. (laughs) Just hang on, you're going to make it. (laughs) Just a little longer. Oh, Lord. God didn't throw you a rope and tell you to tie a knot in the end of it and hang on hang on for dear life son the devil's coming in pretty strong here pretty quick now you better hang on tight (laughs) no sir no sir that's the mentality of the world that's the mentality of men who don't know God anybody can feel that way even people who don't believe in God feels that way you better hang on tight boy you only want to live one time What did God do? He didn't throw us a rope. He gave us a solid rock to stand on. Solid rock to establish your going. He made you to understand that life is frail and that the glory of man is as the grass fields and the flowers fades away. The glory of man endures but for a little while. But the word of our God endures forever. And that word is this gospel which is preached unto you. Amen. Amen? And Christ is that word of life. Yes, is. And all that I need, He supplies. Oh, we need, all, we need so much in life, don't we? We need so much in life to guide us and, and teach us and help us and encourage us and strengthen us. There's so much that we need in life because we face so much every day in our lives. That's right. That's true. In this, in this natural world in which we live, there is so much that we face every day. And as long as we're here, brother, we're going to face them. God didn't save us and pick us up and put us over here in some kind of box and say, okay, you're never going to have any more problems again. (laughs) Nothing ever going to bother you again. I'm going to put you over here and away from away from it all. And nothing can touch you. You're not going to go through nothing. Everything's just going just to be, uh, you know, just sweet roses and honey and, and, and joy and peace. And, and boy, you're going to have heavenly music and sing with the angels the rest of your life. It's not what's going to happen. He says, but through your life, you're going to have the realization of the true riches. Of the true riches. Hallelujah. I'm Hallelujah. digging down into the true riches of Christ who supplies my every need. Hallelujah. and gives me all that I need to face life. And without Him, what in the world would I do amen. without Him? Yes, right, amen. What in the world would I do without my treasure? <laughs> Somebody says you got it I got it right here I got my treasure right here that's my treasure praise God and I ain't gonna go through the day without it I got it and the devil ain't gonna take it away from me it's right here hallelujah it's my treasure God gave it to me he didn't give it to anybody else he gave it to me and you can't have it hallelujah you gonna get your own there's enough that there's enough to go around there's enough for everybody hallelujah God has enough for the whole world blessing on everybody that will come to Him. There is no respect to a person with God. There is nothing that God will withhold from those that walk upright before Him. Hallelujah! Nothing He will withhold. It's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It's your Father's good pleasure. When that man found that treasure in the field... The Lord was looking down on that situation. He would watching that man going along there. He said, Uh-huh, there he found it. Ah, look, at there he got it. <laughs> he got it. He looked over at Michael, and the angel said, see, there he got it. <laughs> Let's rejoice. <laughs> and the angels up in heaven looking down said, Yeah, he got it, Lord. He got it. He got it. He got it. And they started singing and shouting and yes. praising God. Yes. The Bible said the angels of heaven rejoice over one sinner that repents. Did you know every time somebody gets saved, the angels in heaven are shouting and praising God and singing praises to him? God they act like a bunch of Pentecostals up in there. Amen. That's where they are. That's what I want. That's right. Or happy Baptists. Our reserved Catholics. <laughs> when the Lord comes into somebody's life, it's a time to rejoice. Rejoice with me, for I found the sheep that was lost. Rejoice with me, I found the the coin that I lost. That poor woman, she only had so much money. (laughs) And that one coin meant a lot to her. Absolutely. But when she found it, she called her neighbors. (laughs) Brother Elder Bob, she called her neighbors and her friends. (laughs) She called her neighbors and her friends and her loved ones and her kinfolk and Aunt Sally and Uncle (laughs) Joe. And Cousin Vinny. <laughs> and everybody else you could think of. Boy, you know. I remember when I was a little kid, and we was downtown with my family, and we was poor, and we lived in government projects. We was downtown, and my mother had just a little bit of money in her purse. Didn't have hardly anything left after we got downtown and how, how we gonna get back. Right? So I said, I gotta go to the bathroom. I was about, you know, I was about nine, ten years old. I went down to the men's room. Walking along there, I looked down there on the floor, and there was a twenty dollar bill down on the floor. <laughs> and you'd have thought I'd have hit the hit the jackpot, you know. <laughs> I mean back then ten dollar twenty dollar bill, brother, that was like a that was like a hundred dollar bill, you know. In oh. his treasure. <laughs> I didn't go to the ladies' say I didn't go to the men's room, I ran right back upstairs. I said, Mama, 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 mama. She said. That thing down there. Don't, don't sell anybody that money. Put it back down in your pocket. <laughs> when, you, when you find a treasure. When you find a treasure. When you find the love of Jesus. When you find the love. And you get in that spirit of love and that fellowship and that communion with Him. My God, hold on to it. Put it in your pocket. Put it in your hearts. It's more valuable than anything. It's more precious than gold. It's more beautiful than diamonds or silver. Precious things. Hello, you stand with me. There's much more script. I wanted to read, but I can't. I can't get to all of it. I'll get to it next time. Amen. To come back forward. precious, <laughs> precious Jesus. What does it mean to be saved? What does it mean to really be born again? Yes. What does it mean to believe in Jesus? What does it mean to follow oh. Him? What does it mean? Oh. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a rule of commandments, laws. It's not ceremonial. It's not tradition. Because you know, I'm doing it because of what my mama did, and my daddy did. They went to that church. So that's, why, that's why I go. It's not that. That's right. It's good if you go because they did, but that's not the reason. Go to church. I encourage you to go to church. Yeah. But what does it mean to be saved? Oh, Lord. Let me ask you this question. When you got married, what does it mean to be in love with your husband or your wife? What does that mean? What does marriage mean? Is marriage some kind of legal, lawful thing? Or is it Love? Between one woman and a man, not two men, not two women, but as God ordained it, a man and a woman. All that other is hogwash, rubbish, means nothing. It's nothing. What does marriage mean? Love communion between two people. Hallelujah. It's the same with a Christian. Same way I've been born again, been saved. It's a union yes. between Jesus and me. It has nothing to do with anything else. It has nothing to do with with my obedience to Him or what I do for Him or anything else. It's first of all that love, and then love yes. obeys, and love is willing to do anything to please. It's love if you love me keep my command if you love me you will <laughs> but love me the treasure that treasure I got it now you can do anything I got it I got all this gold man I'm hoarding it. I got all this gold. <laughs> what are you going to do with it now? I don't know. I just love it. I love it. Gold, man. <laughs> if anybody wants to know what to get me for my birthday, <laughs> gold. Yeah. go get me a bar of gold or a coin. Oh, I love gold. gold. <laughs> I got that gold. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Just sit there and, I'm going to sit there and look at it. I'm going to go in and save and get it out and look at it. Ain't hey, that pretty? Oh, man, that'd be the lookout shine. That's be beautiful. Cool. But that's worth something. It's a value, it's a treasure. It's all mine. Oh, I could spend it, I could do a lot of things with it. I could, I could, I could follow the law of spending. How many ever heard of that? The law of spending. Oh, you women all know about that. The law of spending. I'm sorry, I don't know. Some of you men too. All of us know about knowing. We know what it means to spend. I could follow that law and and, and have anything I want. But I treasure, I treasure having, just having. Lord says, okay, I give you this gold, I give you this treasure to hold on to and to have and to love and appreciate because it's always going to be there for you. But now that you've got it, now that you've got it, now I want you to do something with it. Spend it. Give it out. Go purchase things with it. You have a need. Go meet your need. You have the goal. Don't hoard it. Don't just hoard it. It's okay to keep it and hold it to yourselves. But don't keep it. Just keep it there all your life. Let it go. Spend it. Use it. <coughs> and I will multiply it. I will multiply what I give to you. Amen. Amen the treasure that you find, use it and I will multiply. Yes. I will increase it. Whatever God gives you to do, use it for His glory. Amen. But know that it's your treasure. It's always there for you. It doesn't run out. Good thing about the Lord's money, it don't run out. <laughs> the world's runs out of money all the time, but the Lord never runs out of money, does He? He never runs out of treasure. He never runs out of supply. He never runs out. It's like His love. They want to keep his love. You want to keep his love? Give it away. If you love me, Jesus said, love one another as I loved you. Father, thank you this morning. Thank you for the great treasure that we have. It's all ours. It's immeasurable. It's immeasurable. It's unending. It's everlasting. Lord, help us to value that above all things and to be willing and obedient in all things and that love relationship that we have to never die. Lord, in Jesus' name, You are our treasure. You are what we treasure most of all. Most of all, Jesus. And we want to share You with others. Because you are so worthy, for others to know and others to come to know and to have and to value and to experience, Lord, to experience you is the greatest thing in all of creation and all of eternity, Lord, to know you. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, "Amen." Amen. 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 Everybody say, "Amen."